Hey y'all, before we jump into today's episode, we would like to invite you to a special event we're hosting on May 30th called Women in Whiskey. Join us for an adult field trip filled with Southern fun at the Jack Daniels Distillery right here in our home state of Tennessee. Get ready to learn while sipping. We will be taking a private tour of the distillery, enjoy a barbecue lunch on the beautiful hillside, and partake in early happy hour with cocktails provided by Jack Daniels as we listen in on a conversation with women who work in the industry. The conversation will be led by yours truly, your hosts of the Steel Magnolias podcast. Learn more about the event at steelmagnoliaspodcast.com. You can grab your tickets there and we cannot wait to see you on May 30th. And now on with the show. Welcome to the Steel Magnolias podcast, where we are having uplifting conversations about life in the South. We have two animals we're talking about today that might sound like more of a nuisance than an uplifting topic, but you know us, we will put a fun spin on it. Also, did you know that we have a community of supporters that receive a monthly bonus episode of this show, in addition to other perks like t-shirts and recipes? If you'd like to know how you can join in for more Southern fun, and further the work that we are doing at Steel Magnolias, check out patreon.com slash steelmagnolias. All right, I'll meet you at the table. I'm Lainey. And I'm Laura Beth. And we are Steel Magnolias. The strength of steel with the grace of a magnolia. We are here to have uplifting conversations about life in the South. And we've got plenty of room at our table. So pull up a chair. Well, we are recording this episode, of course, in advance of the day that it comes out, but this episode will be released on Fat Tuesday. Did you realize that? So we're, of course, like many Southerners, probably going to gorge ourselves before (laughs) giving up something for Lent for 40 days, maybe. Um, I gave up sweets last year, and, you know, this actually... It's been a while since I gave up sweets for any period of time, for Lent, for fasting, uh-huh. for any sort of dietary reasons. It's been, it had been a long time. And so, of course, like anything, I was like, oh, I didn't remember it was this hard. This hard. The, yeah, it and is. About halfway through that 40-day period is when the country shut down for the current pandemic that we're in. And do you remember everybody turned to baking? I don't know if you remember how many oh, people yeah. like took up baking. Or like reignited their love for baking. So it's like, this is like the worst ever <laughs> to be shut in at home, not not eating sweets and trying to abstain from baking. But anyway, I, would, I just wanted to encourage any of y'all that are about to approach a period. Grace to you. It is very hard, but it is so rewarding. I, I love the way that uh, she reads truth that. Yes, um, yes organization and community that I've mentioned many a times on here in their current study they have a mention of fasting and they described it as the practice of voluntarily laying down an appetite in order to reorient reorient your focus on God it's so good I heard somebody say one time um, that anytime you're fasting it's important to also know what you're feasting on in its place, Ooh. which is, sounds like a similar, like, yeah, don't just subtract. Don't just subtract. You With that time 
or effort or whatever. What are you feasting on instead? That is so good. I love it. Well, again, it, you high, will be rewarded. High five to anybody that is like, okay, here we go. I'm about to take on a season of laying something down. Um, you will get through it and it will be very rewarding. So, um, I don't know how to segue into our topic today into possums <laughs> from that, but <laughs> today we're, we are going to try and make this as humorous, pos- humorous as possible, but these are some critters that needed some attention as they relate to Southern culture. We're talking about possums and armadillos today. Yes. So I will fess up that, you know, I usually have this running list of topics. And when we were talking about what to do next, you know, we try to keep it interesting with music, food, lots of different directions. Um, I've had this on the list for a while. And I was like, Larbeth, I'm going to propose a not so sexy subject. Yeah. But it's important it is important. in our culture it, it and got bumped a while so we're finally giving it it's, we're tackling it's the, airtime. the possums and armadillos of the south well first of all we'll, we'll start with possums the o is silent and feels very unnecessary but that's just how some english words are honestly like sometimes i i look at a word if i actually think about it i'm like why is there an h in the word honest like it's just silent, you know. If you why didn't we start it with? Yeah, there's why usually that some one start kind with of a... an O, and so there. But you know, and I'm sure there's some English teachers out there that are telling me right now as feedback why that is. But there are differences in the possum O possum, the word possum that live in North America versus the versus possums no O that possum starts with a P that live in, in Australia. Australia. Yes, they're both marsupials. Which, do you know what that means, really? A marsupial is carries its young in a sack. Oh, okay, So, cool. like, think kangaroo. Well, yes, so, and the P word possum, they're more closely related to kangaroos. Okay. Obviously. Didn't know that. From Australia. Actually, I didn't know that, so. Okay. Um, so, anyway, I just wanted to, that just seems so weird. Uh, anytime I see the word possum, I'm like, why does it start with an O? Well, but, the O possum, like what we're talking about, actually originated in South America. Okay. So it is a different marsupial, yes. but nonetheless, yes. still. Um, and so the one we have here is, I believe it's called the nine band yes. armadillo. Yes. Okay. That's the one that we have here. Yes. No, you said armadillo. I'm sorry. I am thinking armadillo. Yeah. The possum we'll, is the Virginia. Yeah. We'll get to armadillos in just a second. I'm confusing my critters. But <laughs> <laughs> they're both pretty ugly, so I can see where that would happen. I think this well, is... The one we have here is called the Virginia. Yes. It was... Possum. It's a creature that was caught in Virginia, and it was brought to Royal Society in London. Did not For observation. This. And then the furry animal, it has um, it has a pointed snout. It's got really sharp teeth. <laughs> uh, most remarkably, a pouch in its belly, like you just said, putting it in the marsupial family. Um, some people describe it between... Or did describe it like when it was brought to London for observation between a fox and an ape. I thought that was a very what? weird description. Okay. But it, the bizarre animal turned out to be the only marsupial native to US and Canada, like that they found in Virginia. Okay. So, um, well, you mentioned their teeth. They have 50 teeth more than any other mammal in North America. Good Lord. That's a lot of teeth. They're little teeth, but that's a lot of teeth. Yes. Um, They rarely exceed 12 pounds. I think they have been bigger than that, but 
Yeah. That's pretty rare yeah. for them to be bigger than that. Well, and so the word, possum with an O, derived from Algonquian word, which is a similar word, a, a possum, meaning white beast. Okay. <laughs> Good name. So they're not really dangerous, though. Like we're describing no. teeth, so I just want to go ahead and put it to rest. They actually are very helpful to gardeners. And I know we'll get into a lot more of this probably later, but they eat pests, y'all, like beetles and slugs. And they help control the tick population. So this is the reason I am a fan. So I, mean, I know they're unattractive, but y'all, they eat 95% of the ticks that cross their path. It's estimated that a single possum is capable of eating 5,000 ticks every season. 5,000? 5,000 oh 5, ticks. That's crazy. So... I'm fine with having them around for that reason alone. If you've ever had Lyme disease, know anybody that has Lyme disease, like that is no joke. Right. So bring on on a few possums. So they're all over the South. They are definitely making their way or have made their way Northeast. Like they're already up in the Northeast (laughs) and they are headed West, (laughs) y'all. Well, they're extremely fertile. Are they? Yes. So the females bring forth two to three litters of eight to 18 young ones a year. Wow. Um, Of those litters, it's averaged about seven survive the early phase of life in that pouch because they're all in that pouch together. So So weird. That's very odd. And yeah. Um, But anyway, that's a lot. That's a a lot of newbies. Yeah. And so even if half of them make it. That's a lot. That's true. That's very true. Well, I wanted to talk about one of the funny sayings related to possums. Okay. Playing possum. Playing possum. Or, yes. So that's just like pretending to be injured or dead. (laughs) Yes. It is a very strange um, survival tactic that they have. Very strange. And... I'd never thought about this till I started looking into this topic, but playing possum in response to threats from like oncoming traffic is, is often partial, why, they why they get killed. Get killed. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of sad, isn't it? It's kind of their own detriment like yeah. that they've just caused. So, well, it's very convincing <laughs> when, if you've ever seen this, they like go rigid, their eyes are open, but glazed. It's like they go yes. kind of in a catatonic kind of state. It's a great description. Um, their mouth is open and often drooling. Like it really does look dead. Dead. Yes. Yeah. How do you, that was one thing I did read. There's like this like. Um, Discharge. Yes. I'm like using my hands to describe something I can't describe. Yeah. So like, how do they produce that? That's almost like a mental thing. I can't get wrapped. Well, my you know, around. you think about our bodies have fight, fight or flight where things kick in Without yeah. you thinking about, like, oh, I need more adrenaline. It just happens. Yeah. So that's how God made them, to yeah. have this tactic of being able to play dead, and then people just keep going, you know, thinking, yeah. oh, it's already dead. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's very, very convincing if you've ever seen it. Yeah. Now, um, you were mentioning what they eat. Yes. Lots of bugs, ticks. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Things we want them to eat. Yes. Um, some people are worried about them with their pets, like getting in a fight with a cat or dog. Um, they are not going to want, they're not going to be the aggressor in right. that situation. Sometimes there will be a fight yeah. if they're cornered or something right. like that, but they're not going to be they're an aggressor to your pet yeah. at all. Yeah. Um, and uh, 
I wanted to say this because I have a personal experience. They will also eat dog food or cat food. Oh my! And gosh. so if that's outside, yeah, get ready because they're coming. They have very strong nose. Okay, yeah. And I have had in the past. I'm a sucker for the animals. If somebody shows up on my property, they're going to get fed, be that person or otherwise. <laughs> true story y'all so I have in the past had cats that show up and I've had cat food outside well one time I had a cat that was eating fairly regularly had a little dish of food right outside my bedroom window or bedroom door rather um and I heard the loudest crunching Mm -hmm. and I was like that cannot be a cat what am I about to open up that's got to be a bad feeling turn the light on to find like I didn't know is there a mountain lion out here because it's loud (laughs) and I flipped the light on and it is the fattest possum like maybe it's the thing that's been eating all along you know and I just thought I was feeding the cat (laughs) but anyway I turn the light on I open the door and it just looks up and hisses at me like don't you dare come out here and mess with my food like so they hiss yeah Kind of like a feral cat would. Yes. Um, but they're actually scared in doing oh, that. Oh, for Just sure. like a feral cat yes. is. Like their hiss is just hoping that Defense it's going to work because they're, yeah. they're nervous. But their hiss is almost like a smile. Yeah. Isn't it? It's I'm very doing unattractive. It, like, <laughs> as if y'all can see me. Very unattractive. But that I feel like that smile, I mean, that's, is that smile? Like, do people talk about that? Or? Okay. I, that's hilarious you say that. Because they do often have that little smirky uh-huh. kind of smile. It, Well, being that we're in the South and we are storytellers, in fact, we did a whole episode on storytelling. If y'all didn't hear that one, you may want to go back and give it a listen. Um, There are legends around the possum. Are you serious? In storytelling. I'm not even kidding. So there is a Choctaw um, tribe story that became fairly rampant that was why the possum has a large grin or why the possum grins. Oh my gosh, okay. Why the possum grins. And it was actually made into a children's book. I think it was in 2012. Um, And it is called Why the Possum Has a Large Grin, a Choctaw Tale adapted by, um, the author's last name is Downing. So I printed out a copy of the cover. Is it not the cutest little thing? (laughs) It, but it's like a furry, it's like sweet furry and then fang teeth. Like and it grin. looks kind of like it's, yeah, laughing at you. Yes. Um, anyway, so that came from the Choctaw tribe. The Cherokee tribe had a legend that explained that the possum's tail is naked because he burned it in a fire trying to make his white tail black. Huh. Okay. I haven't heard that yeah. full story, yeah. but... Um, There is a southern black version of this story um, that has a ghost skinning all the hair off the tail when the possum, along with a fox and rabbit, try to steal corn from a graveyard. That's funny. (laughs) And then in the Mississippi Delta, there's a story of the possum that was killed and put in to cook. But he ate all the sweet potatoes and gravy in the roasting pan and jumps out of the and Mm -hmm. escapes the oven door. Hey, oh my gosh. <laughs> so just leave it to Southerners to come up with creative, funny tales about everything that comes across that's their hilarious. path, including the possum. Well, that's a fun segue to what I was going to bring up, which was eating possum. 
<laughs> so oh. I feel like if you eat possum, you are playing into the ultimate Hollywood depiction of hillbillies. Oh my goodness, yes. Like, I think even the Beverly Hillbillies had an episode where they ate possum. Did they? I think Maybe. so. Okay. So that was not a show that ever, in, I never enjoyed that show for some reason. I guess because I felt like it was making fun of my people. It was. Yeah. So, I mean, we're defensive. We actually like the word hillbilly because of where it comes from. But I would just say um, gross. That sounds disgusting. It does. But we've not ever lived through the depression. No. I, I always haven't. go back to that. Like, you don't know what you're going to do when you're that hungry. Right. That's very true. I heard recently I, of some island that they found, like, this is like current news, some island that some people had, like, washed ashore and they'd been eating rats. Okay. I mean. So, like, you do what you got to do. Yeah. So, but, I mean, today's sort of environment, I've, I'm hoping that there's not anyone listening that that's where they're at. Well. Unless they're choosing that, right? <laughs> but they like the taste of it, then you, so be it. But even in the, in the sense of roadkill, right? Because we've talked about how much... I mean, you can collect roadkill for eating in legally in 20 states. Oh, my goodness. Are they all Southern? I'll be so embarrassed. Okay, lots of them are Southern. But what I thought was <laughs> funny is Virginia is not one of them, which is where we've talked about the possum hails okay. from. Okay. They're um, kind of she-she in Virginia, you can, though. They're, they're Southern, but she-she Southern. You can eat them in West Virginia, but you have to report it within 12 hours of collection. Okay. Gross. Okay. But anyway, on a, on a lighter note, have you heard of possum pie? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> Originates from Arkansas. Okay. Shout out to Arkansas. But thankfully, it does not use any kind of meat or roadkill or anything otherwise. It's a layered pie. It's actually also known as... Is this as, like a savory pie? A meat pie? Mm-mm. Oh. Nope. Wait for it. Um, it's also known as Arkansas possum pie or just Arkansas pie. But I, I'm calling it possum pie because I just think that sounds more fun. Um, it's found in restaurants, roadside uh, diners, church cookbooks, all across the state. Y'all, I think they all know about possum pie. But it's, po- it's called that because it looks like one thing on the outside, vanilla. Okay. okay. But it's another thing on the inside, chocolate. So it's pie plain possum. Oh, my god. That's where they came up with it. That's cute. That's cute. So it actually sounds really good, the recipe that I saw. Um, Well, I mean, I definitely have heard of people actually eating the possum, though. Eating that. Oh, for sure. Yes. Um, And it was often eaten together with sweet potatoes. So maybe that's how that story came about of him eating the sweet potatoes Uh and jumping out of the oven. Um, in the roasting pan because it was often cooked together. Yeah. Um, I heard it was in one of the original editions of Joy of Cooking. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Which That's is French, right? That's mostly a French cooking book, I think. Um, no, I don't no, it's not. think so. Okay. No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, I have the Joy of Cooking, but it's not an old version. I just feel so. like you. that's an esteemed... I definitely know that in old England cookbooks, you see a lot of different things used as the meat that um, we would turn our noses up to Mm -hmm. now. But again, Mm -hmm. if it's from 17th, 18th century, I'm sorry, you didn't have all the choices of things that you have now. (laughs) Um, Now, in the 19th and 20th century, these were eaten more and since they were easy to catch what people would often do was they would catch the possums mm-hmm. trap them yeah feed them oh plump like, them up 
like sweet potatoes, vegetables, and things like that because it changed the taste of the meat. Oh, okay. If they had eaten good things more okay. than eating just bugs and ticks and stuff like that. So they'd fatten them up with other vegetables yeah. and then kill them and eat them. Wow. That's strategic. To improve the taste of their meal. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Things we don't have to think about. Oh, my goodness. Right. At all. Um, in 1909, there was a possum and taters banquet that was held in Atlanta to honor President-elect William Howard Taft. Interesting. Um, and, you know, there's been many presidents that have even hunted possums. Jimmy Carter was a big fan of hunting possums. Really? I don't know if he ate them, but... Um, Anyway, it's just a small game um, item that lots of people ate. All right, so one other thing I wanted to say. There is a granite monument to the possum about five miles south of Chipley, Florida. This is so crazy. This reminds me of the monument we described. To the boll weevil. That's exactly it. Okay, sorry. (laughs) Carry on. Oh, the things we want to remember. (laughs) Um, But according to the monument inscription, it was erected by the Wausau Community Development Club in 1982. And the Florida State Legislature has proclaimed that the first day of August is Possum Day. Oh, my. There in Florida. Get excited. Get excited. And the annual Possum Festival, that's right, we have a festival to the possum, is the first Saturday in August in Wausau. I hope I'm saying that right. Wausau, Florida. Um, uh-huh. which is nine miles south of Chipley. So this is, I looked on the map, it's south of Dothan, north of Panama City. Okay. So it is in that panhandle part yeah. of yeah. Florida. Yeah. Um, but looks like a fairly small festival. I mean, the town, I think, was under 400 people, but they said like 10,000 come. Oh, my gosh. To the festival. There's a possum parade. <laughs> There is, of course, a possum queen, because what festival in the South doesn't have a queen? Um, yeah, lots of different... They don't wow. eat the possum. They don't hurt the possums. Of course not. It's just an Sounds ode like it's revered. to the possum. <laughs> so, of course not. Anyway. That's amazing. There you go. I'm assuming it will happen in August this year if COVID is better. Yeah. In, in our numbers. I so. was going to say fingers crossed, but I don't know if I'll ever make it down there. It sounds fun, though. <laughs> um, all right. Well, well, shifting gears, we have a an armored critter yes. to discuss. Pronounced armadillo, in my opinion. Uh, absolutely. Right? Not or, armadillo. Uh, it, armadillo. It's spelled armadillo, but I would say armadillo. <laughs> I immediately think of the very... The groom's cake. <laughs> yes. The very prominent groom's cake in Steel Magnolias. And if you're not familiar, it is a... Red velvet cake topped with gray icing in the shape of an armadillo, and it is um, a funny, a hilarious part of that movie. I also think of a camping trip that we oh. took down in Gulf Shores, Alabama, which is very far south from us, and just we're me, in a tent, just me, you, and mom doing the some tent. tent camping. And you were staying up late reading The Firm, I believe. Oh my gosh, The Firm had just come out, y'all, and I could not put it down. I'm reading by flashlight. By flashlight, yeah. Mom and I were long asleep. And I mean, you were terrified. I thought there was a bear. And there was a bear outside the tent. I just knew it. And um, so, Mom, we all run to the car because the car is nearby, even though we're tent camping. Yes. And Mom flips the headlights on, and there is a little armadillo scurrying away. I think that might have been the first one I'd ever seen. Is that right? Okay. And think about it. We were really far south. Yeah. And this was, well, a lot of years ago. 
Yeah, I mean, I, like, in, whenever that book came out, I don't know when that this came is late out. late 90s? Probably so early is, 90s. So they've had a lot of time to travel up to where we are now, and we're seeing a lot more now. More so I don't more. know if we had a lot then. That's then. true. I had one in my backyard just a f- few months ago. I did got you a picture. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You took a picture? Well, of see, course that's I did. I got me. fairly close to it just to see what they look like closer up and alive because I mostly see them dead. That's true. I flinched at every web page and um, piece of information I looked at while researching this because these an- they, they are so ugly. They um, look like miniature dinosaurs to me. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, they come from. Yeah. They had yeah. Yeah. huge versions yeah that these are just smaller versions of but it looks like a dinosaur to me i mean so much that i was like when am i even going to post on instagram to promote this episode this know. week maybe i need to put that we may lose followers book. i'll put the exactly. children's book about possums up because they lose followers on this topic i put a picture of an armadillo but um yeah i mean i don't know really how to describe them in detail and if I want to but they it looks like they have armor on their back and they are that the word means little armored one so funny that is Spanish so well these were very I mean you see a lot of these in Texas and numerous times they brought before the legislature the armadillo becoming the state mammal it was turned down many times in the 1970s but finally in 1981 it became it was 81 the state mammal go texas (laughs) congratulations um they're nocturnal critters yeah um they're out mostly from evening to early morning now the one i saw was out in the middle of the afternoon so i don't know if it was just hungry and Hmm. anyway yeah lost who knows who knows um but anyhow the one thing that is interesting about these, though, is they don't do well in extremely high or low temperatures. So you're probably not going to mm. see them way north all that much. Yeah, like pattern-wise, they're all over the south, and they are headed north, but they're going to be turning around pretty soon. <laughs> because <laughs> They may have turned around here this, they, today. <laughs> true. It's Good Lord, so it's cold here. But yeah, they're not going to make it up in the far northeast. No or way. Or the even Ohio, Indiana, Illinois. They're not going to make it up Just there too, very well. too, too cold. Yeah. Um, they are animals that burrow. And mm-hmm. so that can be problematic if they're in your yard because they yes. can dig fairly large holes. I know our Uncle Carl was uh, terrorized with a, at least one armadillo in his yard making these burrowing holes. Um, and they're mostly solitary. Obviously, um, they have to mate, so they're not always <laughs> solitary, but yeah. um, it's not like they work in a pack or That's anything like that. Yeah. You're usually going to say one. Well, and they use those like large front claws that they have. They're they're burrowing in search of not just digging to find food, but they're sh- trying to find shelter, too. Yeah, so I yes. mean, the burrowing is nonstop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even if they For don't food, shelter, come all across the food. Yeah. Now, did you see... Um, that they, when they're startled, what happens? This is amazing. <laughs> that they can jump. They leap three to four feet high. I mean, I had like a million exclamation points beside that in my it's notes. A, it's I've wild. never heard that. And I've never well, I have that. from one of my clients who's all into animals had told me about this. And he's like, I think this is why we see them dead so often. Is that they leap yeah. and that causes them to, it takes time and they end up getting hit. Okay. You know, like if it, that, that might be a good tactic out in a yard, if a dog is running towards them or a, 
mm-hmm. coyote or something, and yeah. they leap, it's going to scare that animal. Right. And so true. You know, a car's not going to get scared. Car... You've just landed, and here comes the next one. Or you just hit the grill of the oh bottom of the gosh. car. I don't know. Because, again, most of the ones I see are not alive Mm-mm. on the no. road. Yeah. It's kind of sad. And, like, stiff. <laughs> I feel like they stiffen more than Rigamortis has yes. already set in on I the feel like side of do. the road. Have you ever heard of people, I didn't have this in my notes, but I've heard of this phenomenon of people putting like an empty beer can because they stiffen, you know, they're kicked in with rigamortis and people will put like either a beer can or a soda can or something in its hand so it looks like, you know, it that fell they, over. That they <laughs> oh just passed gosh. out or something, which is kind of a funny. Well, most of the ones that we're going to see around here are that you called it a nine band is that right yes i got confused early on but there are less known species because there's of of the armadillo but there are 21 armadillo species what known in the thus world far to exist probably worldwide. not all here we only have that one right right but i just thought their names were funny enough to oh give do them tell a little bit of do tell. time um we have the screaming hairy armadillo Mm-mm. the greater long-nosed armadillo the southern naked-tailed armadillo. No way. The and that could be that's not southern U.S. That could be like South America. Sure. Southern. Uh, the pink fairy armadillo, which is only about. I think I've heard of that one. It's little, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's only about the size of a small rabbit. Okay. The giant armadillo, hundred and twenty pounds. I'm I'm gonna have nightmares. That is disgusting. <laughs> Yeah, I may have a nightmare tonight. I think that's all the list of some those of the, are funny the lesser names. known ones that I that I came across. Well, they um, also eat a lot of bugs. I mean, that's one of the good mm-hmm. parts. They eat grubs. I mean, I guess if they're going to burrow in your yard, it's kind of like a mole. Yeah, they eat grubs, but they tear the yard up so much that it's yeah, you got to wait. Problematic. Yeah. yeah. Um, in fact, with this burrowing, they can even damage tree root systems that can cause trees to have problems. That's, yeah. And even house foundations. Foundations, that's what I was going to say. unbelievable. Yeah. Little critters. That is no joke. Now, they mark their ter- territory. And so, again, they're kind of um, singular most mm-hmm. of the time, mm-hmm. kind of marking their territory to have an area. Um. What else to say? Well, I don't know if it's as much as possums, but these two have been used as food. Yes. Don't ask me about how, what parts and all of that. I don't know. But it was called, um, in, in, during the Great Depression, um, in East Texas, this was called poor man's pork. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, and it also had a nickname called the Hoover Hog. And I thought this was interesting huh. because the reason it was called the Hoover Hog was that some people considered um, President Herbert Hoover to be responsible for the Depression. So the fact that they were having wow. to eat this, they were calling it That's the Hoover why they Hog. It that. Wow. Um, wow. Anyway, they sleep up to 16 hours a day. So that's I guess crazy. all day, I mean, that's, they're only out. In the night and wee hours of the morning, if they're sleeping all the time. Um, lifespan of about seven years, give or take. Hmm. But yeah, they um, love the South because they don't have very much body fat. And so they like to be where it's a little warmer and conserve that heat. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I, I mean, the Texans have fully embraced <laughs> this. In fact, since we just had uh, Groundhog Day not too long ago, I thought I would mention that in Texas, they have Armadillo Day. They do? Instead of Groundhog Day. I mean, same day, but they call it Armadillo Day. And so... Do they have one that... Instead of Pennsylvania, their eyes shift to Bee Cave, Texas. Mm-mm. That's where Bee Cave Bob the Armadillo travels from his permanent home in Katy, Texas to predict the changing seasons. That's now, hysterical. I didn't go as far as to figure out what did he say about this year. Um, well, Texas really does kind of stand alone, doesn't it? Like, they're like, we do our own thing. Yes, we're in the United States, but we're also our own thing. So and so we will have our own critters so to predict true. when winter will be over. Well, um, armadillos have very few wild predators just because they're kind of on their own. And that's not how they really keep populating, right? Yes, Jeez, exactly. No predators, a lot of growth. So... You will see coyotes, black bears, bobcats, cougars um, will kill armadillos. But, I mean, there's just not that many. Um, Hawks and owls and feral pigs will prey on the young. Not so much the older ones. But, anyway, um, there has been a decline in armadillo numbers in areas where feral pig populations increased. Oh, okay. That's... Thing. All right, word is out among the pig population <laughs> that the babies are tasty. Yeah, um, but yeah, the hu- the highways are the significant source of mortality um, for these little guys because they do their little leap and yeah, it well, seals was, their fate. I was surprised to not see them. And I looked up the uh, highest number of animals killed on the roads. Okay, this is across the whole U.S. Deer killed, not. I think deer would be the most hit, but I don't think they... Oh, that's because they're bigger. Sometimes they make it. So squirrels was number one, and then cats, and then rats, and then possums. So armadillo was far enough down on the list that they didn't make the top four that I looked up. Y'all get your cat spayed and neutered. (laughs) I'm going to Bob Barker on you. (laughs) Get those babies fixed. They're so sweet. Well, um... Armadillos are the only non-human animals that can spread leprosy. Oh. I thought that was kind of interesting. It's not high numbers on, but it has been yeah. reported, like yeah. from people eating it or touching them, that you, wow. it can happen. Wow. Um, So have some gloves on if you yeah. are doing any kind of um, movement of a armadillo. Well, I don't know how long... You know, like I said, when we started this little segment, I don't know how long they've been prevalent in Tennessee, but my husband's lived here for 18 years and he is from Indiana and he said he was surprised when he got here. So he was seeing it because he hadn't seen them Because he thought they were further south. Yeah. Still more. Yeah. You know, way further south. I'm seeing them in the last 10 years, huge increase. Yeah. And I feel like. Yeah. Um, They can swim, so... I, I thought that was a little bit interesting. I never thought of that as being even a possibility. Um, but what I read said that they can hold their breath for four to six minutes. They can walk underwater across just a light stream. Not like they're right. not going to cross the Mississippi right. River, right. but a little stream they can walk across. And when they're faced with larger bodies of water, they gulp air to create buoyancy and dog paddle. Things I'd like to see, actually. I would, yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know really, if that's on YouTube, I but... Do, <laughs> I don't want to look at an armadillo, but I wouldn't mind looking at one swim. Try to swim. 
especially across the Rio Grande or something like that. Oh I don't know if gosh. they can make that. But anyhow, that is all I have there on you that go. little there you critter. Go. So we can cross that <laughs> topic off of our list. We have given you all that we know on possums and armadillos. Whew. Hope we never come to a day when that is in the crock pot. Yes. I'll say that. Yes. And I know many of you listen while you drive. So may you not hit any critters on your drive in, drive out today or this week or this year. That's right. Did you know I had two different listeners tell me that they had to get tamales after listening to the tamale episode really? I thought that was so funny they were like oh my gosh you made me so hungry so you're safe listening to this one I doubt anybody's yeah. nobody nobody's hungry <laughs> nobody okay good good uh that was content. fun thanks that was for bringing fun. that up and I will leave you with a little passing of the peace peace be with you and also with y'all <laughs> <laughs>